Welcome to the Talking Solutions with the Chesh podcast. I'm your host, William Cheshire. Join me in learning about optimistic solutions to some of society's problems as we interview entrepreneurs, small business owners, and employees, among others, working to provide solutions and bring positivity into the world. Hey, it's Will Cheshire, and welcome in again to another edition of the Talking Solutions podcast. And this episode is going to be a little unique. That's right. In this episode, we don't have a guest. There's no founder. There's no CEO. There is no business owner. There's no employee this time around. We're doing a bit of a solo episode. Going to see just a little bit of how this works. And of course, the reason being this time around is I just want an opportunity to share some good news. I want an opportunity to kind of share some of the positive news that's going on. Uh, those of you that follow the Instagram page know that every Monday we have a positive news of the week. Obviously, this is our way of just making sure you're starting the week off on a positive note, right? Like Mondays can be downer sometimes. You got to go back into the office, go back to work. Maybe not the office these days with remote working, but either way. Bit of a downer for some people. So that's what the positive news is. Just some uh, lightning in the bottle to kind of get you going, uh, especially because sometimes it can be a little bit more of a downer day in the news department as they uh, recap all the weekend events and whatnot as well. So that's what this episode is going to be about. I'm going to go ahead and talk about a few businesses that I would like to have on the podcast that are also doing some great things and some really positive things in, in providing great solutions to some of our problems. Uh, and then I also just want to talk about some good news as well throughout. So you can expect this episode to not be as long as the others for obvious reasons. A little easier to chat and talk with a guest. I don't want to bore you all day with my little boring old voice. Okay. We're going to just get some good news. We're going to feel real good at the end of this. We're going to feel real good about some of the potential uh, guests in the future. And we're going to get back to uh, talking with CEOs and founders and business owners and things of that nature in next week's episode of the Talking Solutions podcast. So let's go ahead and without further ado, let's begin with some bright, positive news. Now, one of the number one places that I go to get good news is called goodnewsnetwork.org. Now, this is just a website, as you might imagine, an organization that just dedicates its whole entire site towards good news. And that's super, super helpful. It's really nice. It makes it really, really easy to find and get yourself going, wow, that's really neat. That's really cool. They got a good news. They got a good talk section. They got a good gift section, a get involved section about us. And they speak Espanol. They speak Spanish as well. So if you uh, prefer to get your, your news in Spanish over English, then boom, Good News Network is a great way to still stay uh, positive with all the good news and stuff. And one story that I thought was super cool that I saw this week is that there were students, Dutch students, uh, I think 22 of them, that completed an 1800 mile road trip powered not only by or powered only I should say powered only by the sun and it was on a quest to show that sustainable vehicles can let you travel the world without harming the environment now how cool is that obviously that stands out to me I am a big travel person I love to go abroad I love to travel I love to road trip and just go see new places so for this this is super cool because it provides sustainability as well obviously transportation is one of the worst sectors that we have in terms of contributing to climate change so this was super super cool it was over at the uh, Eindhoven uh, University of Technology in the Netherlands 
and they named the van Stella Vita, and it's the world's first solar-powered mobile home. So it's just like this van that you were actually able to sleep in as well, like a small little like kitchen almost, I think, is in there as well. Uh, it can travel up to 453 miles, 730 kilometers within 24 hours, and it could reach a speed of 75 miles an hour on a sunny day as well. So it's made for two people. It had a kitchen, a fridge, a seating area, bed, shower, and a toilet. It's a proper proper van. It's a proper mobile home. Now, let me tell you, it looks pretty futuristic. I don't exactly, obviously, uh, if you're listening, you can't see it, uh, but I highly recommend you to check it out. Solar-powered camper Stella Vita. Super cool. It, it's Again, you're probably wondering, well, what happens on a cloudy day if there's no sun? Well, I do have an answer for you on that within the article as well. It says that the vehicle can still produce 60 to 70% of their energy. So you still have an efficient normal electric char or electric car that you can charge from a charging port. So really, really cool, in my opinion, with this solar-powered kind of mobile home and van with rooms and ways you can sleep. I mean, it's the future, right? I mean, this is, these are the types of things that I look at and I go, okay, this is what kind of like it's going to be in the future because fossil fuels are on their way out whether you like them hate them whatever it's changing yeah the industry is changing energy is changing fossil fuels are becoming less and less prominent they are becoming less and less popular and with that being said renewable energies and other forms of energy that aren't going to harm the environment nearly as bad are going to be the most popular rounds and so seeing something like this obviously to me fantastic 10 out of 10 because it's like all right great i'm not going to be able to sacrifice I'm not going to need to sacrifice my desire and passion for traveling because I can still get this type of vehicle in the future. Now, obviously, it's still a ways down the line a little bit. There's a reason why this was the first and over in Dutch with university students, but very encouraging and something really cool to see, in my opinion. Now, this one has to do more with this story, I should say, has to do more with uh, it's, a, it's a cool company. But it also has to do more with what the CEO did. And this is an issue and a problem that I think is one of our leading drivers. You know, the CEO pay. Uh, do not quote me quote for quote on this, but I believe in the 70s in the U.S. it was about 40, a little over 40 times what the lowest earner made in a company. Well, now the CEO makes over 250 times what the lowest paid employee makes uh, on a yearly basis. So, Obviously, that's quite the income disparity. Uh, and so I think when these types of actions occur, I think it's so, so cool. It's fantastic. And it's a, a good faith of what business should be, what good capitalism, what good business, uh, and what being just a good person in general and a good leader in general is all about. So the Spanx CEO, or Spanx CEO, uh, forgive me if I pronounced that wrong, gave all of her employees first-class plane tickets to anywhere that's right anywhere in the world and ten thousand dollars of spending money so first class plane tickets and ten thousand dollars of spending money and the first class plane tickets anywhere in the world like i mean they're saying that people were going to uh, go to the caribbean antarctica even croatia or some of the employees saying they were going to go australia so really all over the planet uh, and this was after a private equity firm bought a majority stake and that valued the shapewear company spanix is a shapewear company at 1.2 billion that private equity firm being Blackstone. And the name of the CEO was also the founder, Sarah Blakely. So she surprised her employees. Her employees had no idea this was going to happen. And she gave them first class, first class plane tickets anywhere in the world and $10,000 in spending money. Fantastic. She recorded it on Instagram. You can follow her at Sarah Blakely and you can see kind of the reaction. 
that they got for some of the employees because obviously some were at home, some were you know in the office as well. But you know, very emotional announcement. You know, tears flowing down. I mean, these are the types of things that could really change people's lives. I mean, a ten thousand dollar bonus, essentially just straight cash. Like, here you go. Thank you for all your hard work. Oh, by the way, in addition, don't worry about blowing through that ten grand. I'm gonna go ahead and get you a first pl- uh, first class plane ticket to anywhere in the world that you want to go as well. So, I mean, you get to save money on that. It's Really, really cool. I mean, and Blakely's story is fantastic as well. I mean, she's a self-made billionaire at this point, so she's very, very wealthy. Her company, Shapewear, the the Shapewear company that she has, X is obviously valued over $2 billion now. She started the company with just 5000 or I should say $1.2 billion, I think is what it is, not over $2 billion. I think I said over $2 billion. Yeah, $1.2 billion. Uh, and she started this company with just $5,000 in her savings account. You know, and she wrote that one day, you know, she wanted it to be worth $20 million. Now it's worth $1.2 billion. Everybody laughed at her. So a true success story as well. Some of the employees, like I mentioned, shared that they were going to go to South Africa, Croatia, Bora Bora, Sweden, Antarctica. So, I mean, this is the type of stuff that I think is so cool and, and what we need to see from CEOs. Uh, and leaders, not just CEOs, but leaders of companies, leaders of businesses and leadership roles throughout that we need to see regularly in order for us to see really good things of business trending forward and finding a solution to kind of, you know, I think solve that income inequality. Obviously, there are so many things that factor into it. We could spend hours all afternoon, all evening, whatever, talking about the issues that go into the income inequality issue that we have, whether that's education disparities, whether that's real estate, zoning, you know, pay, minimum wage, not being high, whatever it might be. Uh, you can talk for hours on that. But one of the things that are in control are the companies that are making money, the CEOs and leadership positions and the people that can give a little bit more back to the employees, whether that's giving them stock in the company a little bit more than they might have traditionally or whether it's doing something like this, which is obviously amazing. And no, they're not getting any direct profits, but now they're valued and worth a lot more. And so that CEO was able to go out and spend on her employees, give back and to recognize their work and their efforts in their ability to have helped build the company up. Obviously, she's a CEO that knows that, you know, as much as she bootstrapped it with $5,000 and built this into, you know, $1.2 billion valuation company, obviously she knows that she couldn't have done it by herself and it was the great people that work with her and for her uh, to go forward. So I think this is a great feel-good story. I just think it's so, so great and what we need to see in the world today because this is the type of leadership, this is the type of person that inspires workers and makes you want to go to work, makes you feel like you have a purpose and makes you feel like uh, what you're doing is is being valued, which as human beings, psychologically speaking and everything, that's what we all want is to feel valued, right? So I wanted to share that story for this week. Beautiful, beautiful story, in my opinion, and something that I think needs to continue to happen in the leadership spaces across uh, corporate America and corporations, not just in America, but throughout the world as well as this is a bit of a global podcast. Of course, we got people in the UK. Uh, I want to share just a few other really cool little small snippet stories, and then we'll talk a little bit about some of the businesses I want to highlight before we wrap up this quick edition of the Talk and Solutions podcast episode uh, as well. The Happy Broadcast is a Instagram page that I also follow and find awesome. It's so cool. It's just Really good feels, like the colors, the branding is really good. It's got over 600,000 followers or so. It's a media news company. I believe they have an application now. Uh, Certainly something cool that I would like to potentially do one day in the future to expand upon this podcast and to do some of all these things. But, you know, for now, you can take a look at the, the happy broadcast. It's the underscore happy 
underscore broadcast on Instagram. And they just literally is as it sounds just just happy news good news positive news they have their own podcast they do really good for people with social anxiety and things of that nature as well so there's lots of really good positive news on there here's a few of them as well um after decades of cleanup effort efforts london's river thames is now home to hundreds of animal species that now include sharks seals and seahorses so that's pretty cool especially because uh, the river thames had quite a lot of pollution issues in the past so that's certainly a really cool to see in london one of the coolest best cities uh, on the planet as well expedia one of the world's most recognized online travel brands actually based where i'm from in seattle will stop selling holidays that include captive dolphin shows so that's really nice because obviously um there's a bit of an issue with uh capturing dolphins and you know, whales and things of that nature as well. So that's something um, pretty cool to see. And this is something I find really interesting as well, this news, and, and something, again, that I think is important as we kind of see a domination of some top corporations. But French lawmakers are protecting independent stores from major retailers like Amazon with a law that would set a fixed minimum delivery rate for books, which is really interesting. So I think it's great that some of these lawmakers are coming in to protect smaller businesses, independent stores. Small businesses in America are the backbone, right? So it's really important that we keep that thriving, we keep that going. And, you know, as much as Amazon has provided loads of value to everybody and made our lives quite easy, seeing we can get whatever we want in literally 24 hours, less than that same day delivery, Amazon Prime, hello. So, you know, it, as much as value as they've brought, uh, we still want to support everyday people and people who are, you know, trying to survive and get their independent businesses going. So I found that to be a really cool uh, thing that the French government has done and maybe something that the U.S. should consider. But that's for a different conversation as well. UNESCO has designated the world's first biosphere dubbed the Amazon of Europe. And that covers an area of 700 kilometers and spans across five continents. How about that? That's pretty cool. Um, this one I find kind of hilarious, really interesting, but a little funny at the same time. But I mean, we are learning a lot more, so it, it begins to make a little bit of sense. But Dog TV, it's a new TV network in the UK created for dogs. It's going to air scientifically tested programming that will alleviate dogs' separation anxiety, loneliness, and stress. If you were to talk about having a TV network for dogs 30 years ago, I think people would think it's ridiculous. But the beautiful thing now is, you know, as human beings, we learn. And we have learned over the course of the last couple of decades that dogs, you know, very much struggle at times. They have the anxiety, they have loneliness, they have stress, especially when, you know, they are gone or when, when their friends, their owners are gone. I mean, that's the, that's, we are everything to a dog, you know, we are everything to a dog's life. We have external circumstances and stuff we can go out and do and whatnot in our own lives. But for a dog, we are their life. And as somebody who grew up with dogs, this is pretty cool. Uh, this is pretty cool. So you can have this on that it'll alleviate dogs' separation, anxiety, loneliness, and stress. Of course, there's the energy costs and things of that nature as well. But this is really good uh, news for all those dog lovers out there as well, uh, that this can be another way to make you feel a little bit better when the dog gives you that really cute look when you leave and you're like, ah, oh, do I really got to leave him or her again? Oh, man. This is going to be tough. So this will hopefully make that a little bit easier as well. So just a, a quick rundown of some positive news and some happy news that we saw for this week as well. And then wanted to share a little bit about a couple businesses that I want to highlight as well. E-Bikes for Africa. This is a company that we follow on the Talking Solutions podcast Instagram account. Uh, and I've had a chance to discuss, uh, speak with a couple of the people that work there. And E-Bikes for Africa is Namibia's first solar-powered electric bicycle. So it makes urban and rural 
mobility, much more sustainable, one e-bike at a time. So basically what they have are these e-bikes that you can rent uh, and that you can use to get around in the city as a form of transportation. And it's a nice kind of in-between because you don't even necessarily need cars in this city all that often in Namibia. Um, and in the capital city there. And so it's a great solution because you can get around quickly. You can get around with good speed. It's super environmentally friendly, obviously, because it's all solar powered. And the climate there in Namibia is very conducive to that. There's a lot of sunny days there uh, as well. Obviously, it's on the opposite side of the equator, but um, it's very conducive to e-bikes and they can go quite quickly uh, as well. I mean, they move pretty good. And they're also been partnered with wildlife conservation groups. It, it has been a huge, huge user of these e-bikes. And by using that is they can help track down poachers, which obviously I think is is super cool. Track them down, take them out. Poachers are, are not something that are that's good for society, for wildlife, for conservation especially. Uh, and so anything that we can do to enhance those groups that are trying to keep the poachers out and to conserve the wildlife populations and to keep it as natural as possible is obviously perfect because the poachers that are going out there and especially in Africa, you have a lot of those issues and a lot of those problems. So really cool that they're able to use these solar powered electric bicycles. And, you know, they have a lot of uh, dreams, you know, they want to expand, they want to move this forward into different parts of Africa as well. Right now it's just in Namibia, but they're worked on in Namibia and, you know, they're able to be used by all kinds of, of people down there to, uh, it's really affordable. So it's a, it's available for a lot of people. So it's a really cool business. It's called e-bikes for Africa. Uh, and you can follow them on Instagram on that same handle and kind of learn a little bit more about them because it's one of those things where it's a great opportunity to, to work towards a zero carbon future, right? To work towards reducing CO2 emissions and helping towards climate change. And especially if they're doing that in, in Africa right now and getting ahead uh, in the countries over there to, to really help solve some of those issues, you know, it makes you go, okay, well, we can start doing some of those things as well. So it's, um, super cool. Uh, definitely check out that company. I hope to, uh, actually bring them out of the podcast at some point as well for an opportunity to kind of chat with them in more detail about, you know, e-mobility, you know, sustainable transportation and, you know, all that type of stuff, uh, going forward. Um, so that's e-bikes for Africa. And this one, popped into my head, or I should say popped in my LinkedIn timeline recently when I find really interesting. And this is a, a company out of the UK, HYBR Homes for Students. And this is a student accommodation platform. And what they do is they focus on creating affordable student housing uh, for students that you know are, are going to university and whatnot. Now, I think that this is really important as well because the housing in the UK, in America, Canada, all these places are getting ridiculously high with real estate, especially as we see remote work and, um, you know, all those types of things in that nature. So I think it's super cool that this platform is kind of able to, I guess, cut out the kind of the middleman that'll cause a lot of high fees. Again, I need to learn more about it. I want to learn more about it, but it is, um, again, just a way to provide affordable housing for students and to make it a little bit easier on their rental journeys to kind of set that up. And it also benefits the, um, uh, landlords as well, right? So it's a really cool opportunity, I think, and I'm excited to try to talk to them again, hybr.uk. And it's basically their model is like a trustworthy service from people who care about your experience. So I just feel like with the real estate game, the reason why I bring this up, maybe I'm not being clear enough, but the reason why I bring this up for me personally, why I think it's uh, really good is because I think just with the real estate market these days, everybody's trying to just make some money, quick bucks. And sometimes they're not taking into account 
the experience of the homeowner, the experience of the renter going through that process. And obviously, this is a, a home for people. You want to have a good one. You want to have it done uh, the right way. I mean, this is a student accommodation platform, so I presume it really supports first-time renters as well, which is fantastic. And, and you know, just hoping that it can kind of help out those students and support and get them going forward to have good tenants and landlords that can, you know, get their properties rented out faster. Uh, that takes out some of the stress for students as well, because it's obviously a big, uh, a big platform. Uh, so I'd be interested to check that out. But I wanted to share uh, that company as well, just a little bit going forward. Just wanted to share a couple companies, share a few good stories uh, that we had. So this is just really going to wrap up kind of this edition of the Talking Solutions podcast. Just trying a little bit of something new to see the type of response that we get. So if you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead, uh, drop us a review. Let us know. But more importantly, let us know what you thought. So you can go ahead and contact us on Instagram, Talking Solutions podcast, on Facebook at the Talking Solutions podcast as well. And then you can also find me personally on LinkedIn, William Cheshire and uh, connect with me on there. And, and I'd be happy to take your suggestions of what we have going forward on this. Obviously, the main focus is going to be to continue to highlight entrepreneurs and uh, small business owners and solutions. But just to add a little bit of flavor to it from time to time, you know, I do think it's kind of cool to share some of the cool news and positive things that are going on uh, in the world and what companies are doing and just generic good news as well for some happy feel uplifting vibes, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, because sometimes that's just uh, something that we lack in the world today with all the negative news that we get. So just trying this out. Let me know what you thought. Again, wrapping up this edition of the Talking Solutions podcast, we're going to go back. We got an exciting, exciting guest next week. So that is coming up uh, next week. And then we will continue to, of course, create great content on our Instagram account. So I hope you found this episode useful. I hope it gave you some good vibes, some positivity, some people doing some really cool things out there and just some happy things going on in the world today. Be sure to check out all our other episodes on all major platforms, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, all the good stuff, Podbean as well. And to give us a follow on Instagram. And if you like the podcast, give us a review. Hope everybody enjoys the rest of the week and look forward to getting back to our regular scheduled podcast episodes next week. Thanks for listening to the Talking Solutions with the Chesh podcast. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode, and you can find out more about our featured guests and their solutions on our Talking Solutions podcast Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube channels as we focus on highlighting individuals providing solutions to social problems and bringing optimism to the world.